Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another episode of the Super Mega Podcast. That's right. Known as the Super Mega Cast. Yep. With hosts Matt Watson and Ryan McGee. A.K.A. the Funny Brothers. That's right. Sick. Episode Uh, 300 and something. 350 something. 353. I think. Unless the other one does, I don't know. Oh, I, I honestly, I have no idea. You know, we're at, we're we're backlogging episodes right now. We're fucking stuffing a stuffing them into the can right now. Because Matt's about to go on tour. I am about to go on tour. About I, to go far away to a distant land. Going uh, on a tour of uh, the inner corridor of Mongolia to do my my little show tunes in uh, Mongolia. The people Which in Mongolia is weird that a heat map showed that that's where. Like the epicenter of your popularity and your audiences, I wouldn't have expected that. No, I would have. I've, I honestly thought it was gonna be like some coastal city in America. That's what I thought. But apparently in Mongolia, they love show tunes. Um, my live show, it's it's mainly like Broadway uh, show tune acapellas. You know, Rent, um, Joseph and the minutes. Still, how do you measure? Measure a year in what? In daylight, uh-huh. in sunsets, yep. in midnights, in cups of coffee, in inches, uh-huh. in miles, in laughter and strife. Uh-huh. You know, talk about love. Talk about love. I, uh, you know, I'm still bummed that you you turned down my offer to come with me because honestly, I think that. You would have been a great partner were, doing the show tunes. If you were, like, close by, it would be easy for me to be like, yeah, I'll go down a co- the coast a little bit, and then I'll just fly back to L.A., two-hour flight, whatever. Three hours, probably. Uh, yeah, Mongolia is, what, like, 26 hours? <laughs> yeah. So. It's, it's, it's a bit of a, of a distance, but um, you'll be there in spirit, man. Always, always there in spirit. So I, I really hope that, uh, you know... A lot of people come and, you know, like I told well, you, you already can, sold out several venues. Several several of the Mongolian venues. Several, of the, several hundred venues, might I add. Well, we've also been talking about the possibility of uh, adding Turkmenistan, maybe Kazakhstan, you know. Just for a little Borat meme, maybe? Maybe, yeah, you know. We'll see, we'll see. Um, I was going to do some shows in Ukraine, but, you know. Recent events. Yeah, the war, unfortunately... Yeah, like, fuck it, dude. I'm not gonna let those 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 stinky, dirty Russians, you know, keep keep my show tunes those away. Those big from bullies. Them. Exactly. I'm I'm still gonna go to Ukraine and do my show tunes. Oh, that about this might be news to people. There's still a war going on in Ukraine. That's right. Russia da- is still, still, <sighs> still at it. Still, still going. Still and, at it. And you know, Ukraine released uh, this. I don't know if it was. 
I don't know if it was recent or it was from a bit ago, but it was like about a counterattack. It's like mm-hmm. this little ad they released, this little short film. It's a bunch of them going, shh. They're going, shh. It's like, yeah, you don't tell people your plan before you're about to strike. Whatever. Reminds me of that quote from, I don't know if it was the Trump era. I can't remember. There was like, I remember there was this thing with American politicians. Where like, first off, I'm not going to tell them what I'm going to do before I do it. What's the point? Yeah. It, that, that always is weird in war. They like announce... Uh, like Russia and Ukraine, like they're announcing their counteroffensive before they do it. Well, I'm, Isn't you know, that weird? with how good and I guess technologically savvy spies have become, you know. Yeah. Like if you look at Mission Impossible, did you watch the one with uh, Philip Seymour Hoffman, Mission Impossible, I think three? I did not. I didn't even know he was in that movie. <sighs> they make masks on the spot of Philip Seymour Hoffman's face. Tom Cruise puts a mask of Philip Seymour Hoffman on his face. And people think that it's Philip Seymour Hoffman's face on Tom Cruise's face. So when people think that it's Philip Seymour Hoffman's face, they're like, oh, that's not Tom Cruise's face. It's Philip Seymour Hoffman. It doesn't look like Tom Cruise. You know? That's insane. (laughs) What? Are you serious? Quit playing, dude. I'm serious, dude. It was was fucking awesome. That was sick. That all reminded me of, uh, do you remember in like... 2019 when when Trump just tweeted out like uh, a picture of like a like a a missile launch site from uh, Iran that was like he tweeted out just like this picture from a satellite that was incredibly classified and uh, the intelligence community was like freaking out because it's a super super classified satellite and basically by tweeting out the picture like foreign adversaries can gather intel on like are like what we're like capable those geo guesser guys. Yeah. Like what we're what our satellite specs are. And he's just like, I'm gonna tweet this I'm gonna tweet it out. There it is. Just tweeted out this picture from this crazy classified satellite. I respect him a lot for that. You know? He said, It's secret, not anymore. Sorry. And I, I respect that. I mean, everyone has the right to know where it is. Like Area fifty one. Mm-hmm. I mean, we do know where it is. But do we really know where it is? Mm. I think Area 51 <laughs> is fake. I think it's a it's a decoy, you know? They actually have a base somewhere else, but like, Area 51 is like the decoy base. Like when they were testing out nuclear shit, they built a little fake town, right? Yeah, they built a little fake town. Um, With like little fake people, little fake houses. Well, yeah, that was, that was so they could... Uh, a lot of people think that that was just so they could see the destruction, uh, like the effect of a nuclear bomb on a town. But the real reason that they built that uh, was because basically um, they were they were sick of tourists coming to watch uh, them test the nuclear bombs. So they built this fake town so the tourists would go there and then, you know, no more tourists. Oh, really? Yeah, so they could just kill them all. That's awesome. It's pretty crazy stuff. I didn't know that. Mm-hmm. See, at first I thought that they set up like a fake town to not rise suspicion in the military goings on that was happening there so not to rise like to get suspicion up they made it look like a regular normal town so they could pass off military uh, business as just normal everyday civilian life i love those videos uh from those like fake nuke towns where they would just build all those little houses and put the people like sitting in the at the table just so they could blow them up and just fucking they put all those cameras in there i love the different angles of like the black and white footage of uh It'll just be like a woman sitting in a chair, and she instantly catches on fire. Well, Indiana Jones survived. He did. Do we? You you know how, right? He got into a refrigerator. He did, and it bounced and bounced and bounced. bounced. That was ridiculous. Yeah. He just gets in a, a fridge, survives a nuclear explosion, and just fucking... F- dun, 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 What's dun. the new one that... It didn't, isn't one coming out this the year? The Dial of Destiny. Or didn't it already come out? No, it's not out yet. The, the Dial, Dial of Destiny, Destiny. dude. Someone's not up to their Indiana Jones lore. I'm guessing they're just kind of doing away with Shia LaBeouf's character. I don't think he's in it at all. <laughs> he swung he? with the monkeys. I remember, like, they were, weren't they kind of setting it up to be like, well, maybe we can make Indiana Jones movies with Shia LaBeouf as the... Because he was still, like, hot from Transformers and stuff. And even Stevens. Well, he's always going to be hot from even Stevens. Always going to be hot from even Stevens. Not, he was not hot he in wasn't, even Stevens. He wasn't hot in even Stevens as in, like, a... Tr- uh, well, he wasn't unattractive, but you know, it would be you know, I I can't comment on the attractive the attractiveness of a of he a young no, boy. He, if Fabio was a kid, he wouldn't be him. He was no spring chicken. Yeah, I'll say that about him. Beans, on the other hand, 
aged beans. like fine wine. Beans is beautiful. I always forget that Tucker and I did a video with him. He hasn't, like, he really hasn't, like, you look at him, you know exactly who that is. It's it's actually crazy. He, uh... Like, some people, like, age changes their face, like, a good bit to where you're like, you have to work to recognize him, but with Beans... Right. Beans, you just recognize him. Yeah. Uh, uh, what's his name? Steven... Something with a D? I don't remember, but he, uh, he was really nice. He's a nice guy. You worked with them on a short film with Ego Raptor? Ego Raptor Jones and uh, Tucker, and, and it was, I was just in a room with him. He's very funny. He's a very nice guy. Uh, he kissed me a little bit on the neck, and I, you know, I really liked it. He's got, he's got a soft, soft kiss, soft, soft lips. I think him, the older brother, and the actress who played Ren all have a podcast. A lot, a lot of people are doing these, uh, like a lot of, you know, like a lot of shows that were yep. popular in like, I guess, late 90s, early 2000s, or like just early 2000s. Uh, even Stevens. Ned's Declassified, Ned's Declassified as one. Where they're constantly, like, they're, they're upset because they haven't been given like a revival show. Hey, well, I mean, the podcast is honestly a good way to kind of get that rolling because then they're back in the, the zeitgeist. Yep. And I, then people, they can also be like, look, people are interested in the podcast. Well, Ned, Ned... Oh, you know, from what I heard, he said they had this wonderful idea. They pitched it because they don't own the idea to Ned, Ned Declassified School Survival Guide. You know, Nickelodeon does. So they pitched the idea and they went, nope, no thank you. Wait, how would they do a revival, though? Because the whole point is that he's in, like... A life survival guide, I'm, I'm guessing. About being an adult? Yeah. That would honestly be a great show of, of now it's, like, a mature show. So it would there's be like better than the stuff. iCarly show, than, like, iCarly reboot. That is so weird. But I'm happy that that happened because I love the fact that uh, Jeremy, what's his name? Is his name not Jeremy something? Who's the, who plays his... Uh, Jerry Trainer. Jerry, Jerry. Jerry Trainer. I love to see him get work. Yeah. I wish it was him instead of Josh Peck. In that, in, he, in, in dude, Christopher Nolan's movie, in Oppenheimer, I would have, I would have been like, oh, that's cool. I wouldn't mind. I, I, I think I wouldn't have been taken out as much. Well, if he did one of those Spencer faces, he sees the explosion, just. <laughs> I can't even do it. Dude, he has I, such I, an elastic face like Jim Carrey. It'd be cool if he He's played. A talent. He played Crazy Steve in Oppenheimer, you know, <laughs> from Drake and Josh. So I he, got everyone popcorn. Everyone already has a bucket <laughs> of popcorn. Ah, oh, jeez. Fuck. <laughs> yeah, he can curse, I guess. Dude, That's the one well, that was what was weird about, I saw, uh, I watched like the first episode of the iCarly reboot, and it was just really weird being like, this is canonically iCarly, and she's talking about hooking up with guys and saying bitch. I don't want to see, uh, like, you're, you're bringing, I think you're getting to the, like, uh, where I'm about, about to come in here. You don't want to see adults or characters you grew up with that you watched as a kid. You know them as kids. Their characters are children in your head. Your nostalgia is just children. You don't want to think of them being like all horny and sexually active. They were actually pretty horny on iCarly, if I remember, though. The producers were. Well, yeah, the writers as well, because actually, I remember that show. The kids had nothing to do with no any of what, no. They weren't they weren't horny themselves, but they, they were just doing what the producers and writers told the them. Producers to. were like, "How about you make out a lot in this scene? How about you just play with your feet a little bit?" Yeah, that shit was weird. And we start a little thing where we get we get the fans that take pictures of their feet and send them in. Decorate your little feetsy weetsies. We've talked about this before, but like, what if I was in a hot tub with Amanda Bynes? Yeah. Oh, that's such a creepy fucking picture. What? Wait, what? No, no, not that picture. That was a sketch he did on the Amanda show. Oh, that's right. <laughs> I've seen like a picture from it. It's not. I love how he you typically he put himself in that. Typically, a movie producer, the pictures he's known for, the pictures that like you would think of would be like him with like these babes, like models in a jacuzzi, like at the Caesar smoking a cigar, him accepting an award. <laughs> yeah, but like the the pictures that he's most famous for is like him and like. Him like coddling, like overbearingly, like small children, just gaggles of children. H- him in like a jacuzzi with kids, <laughs> like just like not like his kids. No, just, just child just, actors, just child actors, and he is happy in those pictures where he does have that power dynamic of like I am your boss. I do own the show that you work for. I remember when we first. But I'm just a fun little guy. I'm just a fun little boy. He he's a child at heart. So how come how come Michael Jackson gets to be a child at heart and Dan Schneider doesn't get to be a child at heart? Facts. You're spinning facts right now. All I'm saying. That's that's huge. That's huge. All I'm saying. And no, it's not a race thing. 
<laughs> oh man, I fucking uh Dan Schneider uh I mean there's I'm surprised that that stuff has never fully come to the surface. You know, cuz so many people have talked about it, but it seems like he somehow escaped it. And I feel like Nickelodeon cutting ties with him in in recent years they there wasn't even really like they gave kind of a blanket reasoning where it's like, oh, he's he's kind of hard to work with. But yeah. it's like he was their fucking like bread and butter. He made them all the shows that Drake made them and money. Josh, iCarly, Zoe One Hundred and One. Yes, the Gamer's Guide to Everything. Did he did he do that one? What something like that? He did some gamer show. He did fucking uh Victorious. Oh, he did Victorious, but he also did a uh, Good Sam. Burger. He right? did Good Burger. Yeah. Did he direct Good Burger? Mm-hmm. Or did he? He had some producing role with he the did movie. Good, good Burger. And then it was a wait. Keenan and Kel, the show before yep, that. He did that. So, I mean, like... He's been working, and he's been making them hits. I mean, they just... Millions of dollars. They must have thought something was about to come out. Yeah. I guess it never did. Or Unless or, they were just trying to save face. They're like, the earlier we get this probably with, the better. I mean, uh, Jeanette McCurdy in uh, her memoir, I haven't read it. I've just heard snippets, like, on TikTok or yeah. Instagram, wherever, uh, when it came out. And she... A lot of people, of course, theorize, and I don't think she's done anything to dissuade people from theorizing this. Is that right. she mentions the producer, the producer, yeah, right? that under by name, who's very, um, who's very inappropriate and overbearing in the workplace, especially a workplace that's dealing with mostly kids. Right. Um, I've heard he's mean. Yeah, I've heard that he like would would blow up a lot. So like mean, aggressive, uh, inappropriate. So. As I said, like the thing is, you'd think if he was such a good producer and it was a big out of context thing, Jeanette McCurdy or someone would be like, "No, no, 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 I'm not talking about Dan. Dan, I love Dan. Right? You know what I mean? Like, you, right? Unless it. Oh no, no, no. True. Unless it's, it's very, it's very like obvious because I it's feel as like obvious as a. If it wasn't Dan Epstein's suicide, right? If it wasn't Dan, which by the way, there's new details about Epstein's suicide that came out recently. By the way. You're all wrong. He did kill himself. That, that's what they're trying to say in the new details that came out. It's like, he actually was really depressed, guys. Like, he was really sad. You know? M- might be shitty to say this, but, hey, he's dead. Yeah. Regardless. Good riddance. <laughs> he's gone. He's a horrible person. But, yep. yeah, uh, if, if it wasn't Dan Schneider and she liked Dan Schneider, I feel like she'd be like, guys, no, it's not because I don't want, you know. Because, I mean, that's... A very heavy allegation. So if you're unclear about who it's about and people are guessing it's about the wrong person, you would want to clear that up. But NDAs don't protect people from anything illegal. Like company, they don't protect companies from illegal right. goings on. Like you can't, a company can't get someone to sign an NDA and then do something illegal. And then it's like, it's against the law for you to come out and talk about that. Exactly. The problem, I guess, being is proving that in a court of law, going through the court proceedings yep. and then like, the proof and regardless, you know, the, the, the time differential from like when this happened to where the, where this person would then on record put the allegations, you know, it's, right. it's a difficult battle for sure. I feel like Nickelodeon probably just didn't want, cause that would be so bad for Nickelodeon if all this <laughs> came out and well, Nickelodeon has a pretty dark past. Like there, there was a producer on iCarly, uh, he even had a voice role in one episode uh, as like an announcer, but he was like a writer or a producer, but he went to prison for and hmm. I, Luke probably bleep that word just for algorithm because it will pick up that I said the bad the bad thing. Yes, I didn't say a slur. No, okay, no, I said, no, no, no. I said a, I said something that's one of the worst things in the entire world uh, that uh, that a Hollywood producer was in possession of. So Matt he, thinks it's one of the worst. I think it's the worst. I know. Okay, it is the worst <laughs> thing. Okay, Ryan, thanks, dude. But yeah, and then they hired him back after he got out of prison. Fuck. But he wasn't allowed to be on set around children. But he still, they hired him back. Who's the Ren and Stimpy dude. Oh yeah, he's a. Uh, I want to. Why did I want to say John Krasinski? It's not him. <laughs> uh, it's it's a. He apparently was was a real big groomer and and really fucking creepy. Uh, but Dan Schneider, you know. Dan Schneider. We made him in a classic Super Mega Let's Play of, of Nintendo 64 wrestling. And iCarly. Uh, we had a whole ending, a finale, 
bit that got clipped. Because we sure. played the iCarly Wii game, mm-hmm. and that clip is clipped on YouTube of, of us singing it. It's, it's fantastic. Wake up the members of my nation. It's your time to be. There's no chance unless you take one. And turn and see the brighter side of every situation. Some things are meant to be, so give me your best and leave the rest to me. Leave it all to me. Leave it all to me. Just leave it all to me. Ads. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Welcome back, everyone. That's right. Another stellar episode where either we're doing not enough bits or too many bits. We can't really, we're trying to find the magic. We're, you know... You'd think that we would have found it by now, but... Too many goofs, too little goofs. You know? Too, too, too many goofs, too, too little gaffs? It's a balancing act, I'll tell you. Well, I'll, I'll, I'll break it down for you, okay. Ryan. Let's get to the science of it. And for the listeners. Our podcast is, uh, at, at the core of it, it's two best friends just sharing conversation. And depending on the mood or the vibe of the day, you know, some days we're more tired, some days we're more energetic, some days we're in good mood, some days we're in eh mood, some days Ryan has a headache, like today. And we, we I think we went through extensive uh, casting, like, uh, casting uh, to be here. There was a long line when they were doing Ryan, and I, and I saw the line was almost double for Matt. Yeah. And so when we read the first time to be best friends on a podcast, um, it, it was kind of like they described it, because it was the same casting director who did... Uh, the first Harry Potter movie uh, with Christopher Columbus. They said it was it was just as like inspiring and 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 just like lightning in a bottle as when they first casted their Harry Potter right. Ron Weasley and Hermione Granger. It was that tight of a bond, and and they couldn't see us. They didn't cast us on the spot, but they essentially told us, "Yeah, we got the call we'll back pretty quick again." Because you know? I think I th- it was actually pretty crazy because I think that there were. I think there were like a hundred and twenty something people auditioning for Ryan, mm-hmm. and then I think for Matt, two fifty to three hundred. Yeah, two fifty to three hundred, and uh, we each auditioned separately, and then they called us back and put us in a room together to test that out, and yep. you know they uh, hired us right after that to play Matt and Ryan. I'm super mega. But so yeah, the general vibe of this has always been two best friends, right? With a podcast. And I you just know, talk. sometimes, you know, because because the nature is just talking, it's not like topic-based. There's episodes where, you know, we'll talk more about just movies we've seen recently. Because it's just, it, it really is just, there's no formula for the conversation we have, right? It's not like, all right, we'll do bit, and then we'll talk about politics, and then we'll do a bit, and then we'll talk about news or whatever. It's just like, like whatever we talk about. So sometimes the conversation will be more subdued and, and not... As funny, it'll be more just like, oh, yeah, this is a movie I saw recently. And sometimes we'll just be fucking railing the bits out, you yeah. know? It's however we're feeling. So so I guess it does vary episode to episode. So there are some episodes where we talk like half of it for about a movie. Right. And then there's some episodes where, you know, we're just fucking riffing, you know, Forrest Gump bits. Hell yeah. Like, let's do one right now. People have been missing the Forrest Gump bits. We stopped doing them for a while. And then people said, where are the Forrest Gump bits? We did them on the episode with me, Canyon. Let's bring them back a little bit more. Lieutenant Dan, I was thinking about going to the Bermuda Triangle. Forrest, you're going to get lost if you do that. That's not true. Scene. (laughs) (laughs) 
See? It's it, always classic. It, it works. It works. That would be easy to animate. It's a short bit, too. That is a, that is a, you guys got to animate that one, okay? Honestly, if anyone has uh, contacts to, to Tom Hanks, please show that to him. We have contacts to Tom Hanks. I'm fucking forgetting. We Chet, have dude. a contact to Tom Hanks. Yeah, we got Chet, dude. When, when, when are we getting our boy Chet on the You're cast? our contact. You're the you're the in between. See, Chet would love you. You're to what you're to Super Mega is what he is to Tom. You know what I mean? <laughs> I am the Chet Hanks of Super Mega. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. And I'm the Hanks family. I guess I don't know. You're Colin. I'm Colin, Colin Hanks. Yeah. Hey, Colin Hanks is put as He's a good a side character in a lot of big movies. And I'll tell you something. His he, uh, face is places. His face is places. Yeah. That rhymes. But he, uh, I mean, dude, he was in the Bill Clinton show I watched. He played an FBI agent, did a great job. Nice. Um, what else was he? he he's been in, in quite a few things. I've, I watched him on a he podcast. He wore glasses in a movie, I think. Really? Mm-hmm. Glasses in a movie. Wow, Colin, okay. I don't think that people that don't naturally have to wear glasses should be playing people who have to wear glasses in 100%, movies. 100%. But... That's a bigger discussion. That's a conversation for another day. Yeah, and I don't, I don't think, quite honestly, Hollywood, the United States, or most of our audience are ready to have that conversation. No, but this conversation is something that probably in a couple of years, within the decade, is going to be big, and people will come back and and point to this episode of Super Mega Cast and go, "Holy shit! Mm-hmm. They were, you know, they they were." Predicting shit, they were on it ahead of the ahead of the you know the the fact. Just like people who uh, uh, get cast as someone who has green eyes, and they cast a blue eyed person, and they give them contacts or something, or sometimes they don't even give them contacts, and it's just like like someone's eye color isn't important. It's it really pisses me off. But it really makes me mad. I don't want to get too heated about it. Yeah. Again, this conversation I'm sure will be big in a few years, and it'll be the right the right time and place, right? Yeah. Ryan, are you seriously eating that banana? Why? Ryan just cracked up. Did you not hear what Justin said? What? Go ahead and eat it. Well, tell me. Justin said, oh, I can't believe you just did that. You what? For the audio listeners, we have a little exhibit of monkey stuffed I'm stuffed monkeys. I'm kind of hungry. But and go- there was a banana. Justin set this up. And Justin said he was excited to eat that banana later. He said that was his banana. I can eat half and then save half for him later. You can just wrap it up again. Yeah. Can I have a bite? Yeah. That's a big bite, man. Mm. I haven't really, ah! I've only had a go-go squeeze it's today. It's so perfect. I like them ripe like this, oh, like a little spotted. That is a good banana. Can I get another bite of that? Yeah, man. Mm. Mm. Let me peel it a little bit for you. Mm. Thank you. Mm. I can't believe some people don't like bananas, man. <sighs> it's such a good fruit. Oh, oh dude. Do you watch this? Geronimo. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, shot and chaser. <laughs> mm. 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 Yeah, this banana's good. Mm. Sorry, ladies and gentlemen, we are just eating the banana. I'm done with my banana. Matt is done with his banana. And we are, uh, we have a lot of potassium now. Uh, now we just need to put Justin's half. Uh, fuck. We got, uh, oh, fuck. We ate the whole banana. Ah, shit. That was such a good banana. It was perfect. It was such a good banana. I didn't notice. I just started eating and... Ah, fuck, man. He's going to be pissed at us, isn't he? Did he say he was actually really excited? He did say that before we started recording. (sighs) Uh, Well, we messed up big time. It would be a waste of the banana to use its energy worrying about Justin right now. We We have a podcast we're doing. Right, we just absorbed the energy of that banana, so... I mean, it, I don't want to waste the energy by worrying. Exactly. You know, I want to use it for the for the podcast. Just you know, we can we can deal with the with Justin's wrath later. He's and gonna, we will. He's gonna be so mad that we. Do, do we have any other bananas? Or was that the last banana? He might have brought that one from home. I haven't seen a single. When's it, have you seen a banana around the office? No, but I would like some bananas around the. You office. know, so I think that he brought it from home, because the, I don't see any around here. Jim went grocery shopping for the Plex recently, and. No, that, there hasn't been a single fucking banana. I, maybe, do you think it's possible we could get away with the... I don't remember seeing a banana. Yep. 
That's yeah. that will be what we do. And just we just kind of gaslight him into not you know, maybe he's there like, never was a banana. Yeah, here. exactly. <laughs> he's gonna come and go. Where's my banana? And we'll just go. What banana? I remember the monkeys. And and we'll we'll convince him that it was a false memory that he created because there were monkeys mm-hmm. and you associate monkeys with bananas. So in his he's mind, like, no, I brought a banana. It's like no, there was a banana on your desk. Yeah, and I brought it. It's like. I don't, I just remember seeing the monkeys, you know? Right, so, and then by saying that there was on it, one on his desk, it puts the onus that he misplaced his own banana. Exactly. Good. Like, he, maybe he brought it, thought to set it up, and, like, it fell and he went to go correct it, but then he got distracted in conversation right. and took it somewhere, he accidentally mis- threw it away, I don't know. He could have, he was throwing some trash, he had the banana in his hand, accidentally tossed it. Exactly. We've all done that type of shit, you know? You've, you've, have you ever thrown your phone away by accident? Yes. I've I done found my car thing. keys when we, when we lived together in the apartments in uh, Glendale. Oh, yeah. And the you... one time I just found my car keys in the fucking trash because I accidentally threw them away. Yeah, you threw them away. Did you <laughs> put them in the trash can? No. Matthew. No. Did you? <laughs> no, Did I didn't, you? I didn't okay. throw your car okay. keys away. It's just funny, like, being like, God, yeah, all those times, you know, my car keys and my phone ended up in the trash. <laughs> I must have accidentally thrown them away. One time I accidentally put my phone in the freezer. Dude, I remember you frantically searching for like your wallet or or something for I there were several uh times when we lived together where you were like I can't find my wallet or my keys and you just you just went on a rampage to the apartment. There's this uh I don't know if anybody else in the audience maybe you can connect with me and I think you connect with me a little bit. I think I get it from my dad potentially. But whenever I've misplaced something and there's not an absolute to like I know where this is. Right. I my brain freaks out and I can't focus on anything else until that thing is found, whether it's car keys, wallet, phone. Like it's not like even if it's a spare set of keys, let's say, and I already have keys to the house and I'm good on keys. If this if like if I if I find out like I go check where the spare key is and it's not there, I'm like fuck. Shit. Now I don't know where this like I just need to know where it is. Yeah. I remember we were about to freak out. We were about to go on stage for a live show once and you couldn't, couldn't find, find my your, phone. your phone in the green room and you were just fucking ripping the, it was in the couch. We found it right because it's like that anxiety Dude, of Dude, like, I was nervous that you weren't gonna be able to find it because I was like, it's gonna throw off the groove of the show. I just But it didn't. We found it. You found it. You found it. It was it was it was deep in the couch. Mm-hmm. You know? But uh yeah, pretty crazy stuff. I'm sorry, man. I just can't get I I'm still thinking about the banana thing with Justin. I think Dude, because he's gonna well, he doesn't watch the he doesn't like us enough to ever watch anything he's not in. So he's not gonna watch this episode, so he's not gonna know about the banana unless, at all. Unless our you know, people say that oh. we're immature and we're children, yet we have a bunch of tattletales that watch the podcast. And they go, Oh, Justin, uh, in this new podcast oh, episode, oh, they Danny, ate your banana. Danny, they're 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 speaking ill on you. Danny, they're saying that you're in the Oath Keepers. Next thing you know, Dan hits us with a $30 million lawsuit. So thanks, guys. Yep. Thanks a lot. Really, real mature. Real mature, guys. So don't go run and, ta- and, and tattletale on us to Justin that we ate his banana. And if Justin's watching this, what banana? There never was a banana. And especially... We're doing a bit. And especially, don't update Barry when all of you take the time right now to go send Barry at... Razadoop. Here's here's his Twitter handle. Go go go. Send him pictures of sulfur. A, just a picture of sulfur. Right. No no words. No nothing. Just sulfur. Just sulfur. And don't say the super mega boys sent me or no. Uh, you know no. Just just send him some sulfur. Yeah. Just pictures of sulfur. Tweeted at him. It's been a while since it he's has. gotten some pictures of sulfur, and he, he it's his favorite thing. He he's a big sulfur head. He, <laughs> loves, he, he loves sulfur. <laughs> Remember, don't don't tell these people. You know, we're trying to make their days better without them thinking that we're trying to get attention from it. Right, or it's right. some sort of collaborative move. Yeah, just... We're just trying to make people that we hold dear feel a little pleasant during the day. I'm talking about Barry from Game Grumps. Barry Kramer. Barry Kramer. He also Twitch streams. And he's related to Cosmo Kramer from Seinfeld. Yep. They don't talk much after the whole thing, but, you know. Yeah, but anyway, Barry loves sulfur, so let him, uh... That sounds like, a, like that could be the name of his YouTube channel. Barry loves sulfur. It sounds like a like a nice like stream name or you know okay like a streamer hashtag name. Barry loves sulfur. He does with a picture of sulfur. Maybe as I don't know. Uh, maybe people already. I don't want people to resend things. <laughs> yeah, know? just 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 so let let them know you care with a little bit of sulfur. Just don't say we sent you because that defeats the whole purpose of a nice gesture. Mm-hmm. 
It does. And, you know, it's like... It's like if someone at the Chick-fil-A drive-thru was paying for someone's meal, instead of driving off, they they got out of their car, went to the person behind them, and went, I'm paying for your meal. They went, hey, I just paid for your meal. You know, it just defeats the Good Samaritan aspect. It's like donating to charity and, you know, telling everyone, you know, hey, look, I just donated to charity. Granted, it's- a lot of people are forced into doing that because people judge them for how they spend their money. But then they pick apart the charities that they choose to uh, support. It's it's a fun it's a fun process. It that, is yeah. that a lot of uh, influencers go through. Yeah, um, but I think what's bigger than donating to charity is is brightening Barry's day with a little bit of sulfur. So, and I also think not just Barry's day. We have a, we have a obligation to brighten the days of our viewers. Mm-hmm. And what better way to do that than to give them some ad some reads. ad reads? Yeah, it's their favorite part. All right, let's 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 go to a to a quick commercial break, and we'll be right back. And welcome back, ev- <sighs> Sorry, I just... I gotta take a shit. Yeah. I know we just got back. Um, uh, Luke, uh, you know what? Luke's been working on a new deodorant of his. He has his own deodorant brand, and I said he could advertise it on the... Pro- uh, Luke, throw up the advertisement for your new Dio sticks, or whatever the fuck Whatever the fuck you call it. Go ahead, Luke. Has this ever happened to you? Are you tired of your friends and family being disgusted by how you smell? Do they hate the way chemical deodorants smell on you? Well, try this. The all-natural new... Jim? Jim, get out of here. Okay, I'm trying to record an ad for my deodorant brand. And you're really not making this easier. Okay, you're being a real fucking pest right now, actually. Sorry about that. Are your friends and family tired of the chemical scent you leave every time you walk through a room? Well, try this on for size. Smoked Gouda deodorant. It's like a little cheese push pop you rub in your pits. It's not so bad. With the smooth smokiness of roasted hickory wood, try the 21st century's musk. Smoked Gouda deodorant. Women love it. Welcome back, everyone, and thank you, Luke. Uh, we will be sure to buy ourselves a stick or two. Yeah, uh, I don't really like the way his deodorant smells that he's making. Well, I mean, it's interesting. It's it's fun little scents. You know, they're... I don't know, it's just usually deodorant, you know, you want, yeah. you want like a... Also... Like a, a good smell. That, um... I'm just, uh... The pair of glasses uh, you let me borrow, because I used the intent... They fell into the toilet with the poo-poo. And I accidentally flushed it down with the with the with the poop, and uh, those glasses were expensive, dude. I have to go. Wait, how did you? F- why didn't you just pull it? Why'd you flush it with the poop? Why didn't you? I, I was in. I, I just there was a lot going on. Were you bending down inspecting the the feces? How did they <laughs> no. fall off your face into the toilet? Uh, <laughs> I don't know how it happened, but I'm just letting you know. So I'm sorry. Okay, well, are you gonna pay me back for those? Those were very expensive glasses. Yeah, I'll, uh, you can just, it was, those are prescription, you, you know. just Venmo request me or something. It's like 800 bucks. Yeah, well, we'll take care of it at some point. Okay. At some point. How did those even fit down the toilet? I think it broke into several pieces somehow. What? I don't know. It's weird. Okay. All right, well. It was all a blur. They're just. All right, we'll leave it there getting, then. Yeah. Don't have to touch that any further then. Fine. That's I'm a little upset to be honest, but I mean the toilet couldn't really flush, so you could go try to I didn't want to dig through it. You didn't flush I all started... the way? Is it is you clogged it? And you just left it? Well, we have to record the podcast. So okay, I that's just... a fair point. Now Justin could probably tackle that. Yeah. I'll text him, let him know he needs to go clean out the toilet. Okay, good. But uh I have been playing yeah, with Zelda yourself. Tears of the... Sorry. I, but, just, just, I'm sorry, I, was, I didn't mean that. I was just saying... Like, just I'm, continue. I was just about to mention... You know, it's something I'm doing in my spare time. As like, I'm sorry know. for interrupting. Just, just No, go. it's fine. Just I've go. Just, uh, I've been playing a, a Zelda Tears of the Kingdom. And I know, Matt... Matt, you didn't beat... Or play. Breath I played of Breath of the Wild. I just didn't get very far. You didn't get very far. And your big hang up about Tears of the Kingdom was really like, it's a sequel. 
Do I right. really have to? I think it's it's its own separate thing. You don't have to like. It's nice. It's like there's some returning characters, but you don't need to know the backstory of anything. It's its own consolidated story. I would say. Are you having fun with the Koroks? I'm having. I'm not doing too much of the Koroks the Korok stuff because like you're not building stuff. Every now and then I'll build stuff. Just uh, they. It's a lot of chores. I'd rather do the shrines. I'd rather fight things. I'd rather make fun little weapons. I heard the dungeons are very fun in this game. It's just the whole, you can basically, uh, you know, the crafting system that they have and the abilities they give you. One of the ones they sell, you you can go th- up th- under a surface, up to the top of it. You can, like, go, like, meld through it, essentially. Oh, whoa. So you can, like, look up, go right up there. Um, but the best part is the abilities they give you to build stuff. You can meld things together, which means you can even, like, put a spring on your shield, so that when you go to shield surf, you'll like bounce really far up. Oh, whoa, up. that's sick. Um, you can put a f- like a flame emitter on your shield, so when you use your shield, it sprays out flames. And what? It, you can attach all sorts of stuff to your shield, your your sword. You can attach one sword to another sword. You can attach an apple to a wooden spoon and use it as a weapon. You. That's you, really cool. You actually, you can do anything you want. That's sick. You can make little machines. I'm right now. I'm trying to find where I can get a. Uh, because you unlock parts that you can keep and use throughout the game, like fans or batteries, wheels, stuff to make things with. And one of the parts that I'm trying to find right now is a steering stick, because then you can, right now with carts, you can't really steer it. It's just, don't hit hit the fan, it blows, and I'm wheeling, a, wheeling in a straight line. Ooh. But once I get that steering stick... Brother needs that steering sk- stick. That's me. You'll be skirting around. I'll be skirting around like crazy. You'll be tooting around in that little thing. And uh, I'm going to say, highly recommend. Uh, Highly, sorry, I almost burned myself alive on our bright neon sign. Mm -hmm. It's a beautiful sign. It's a great sign. I just, I recommend it. If you ever find yourself time, right now it's busy. I could see it being like a a holiday joy. I might have to, man. Start, Start playing it like. On the flight home, while you're at home, it's a nice calm game that you you don't necessarily have to rush through. You I got a lot of travel coming up, so might be you know, worth it. Maybe even on tour. I might. That's what I was thinking. You know, when I'm in Mongolia, you know, there's a lot of downtime. Are they screening Oppenheimer in Mongolia? No, but I'm getting I'm getting a special screening set up for myself. Perfect. Uh, perfect. Basically, the Mongolian prime minister, you know, is so overjoyed. That I'm coming to do my show tune routine in in his country. So he said, you know, is there anything we can do like to accommodate you better? And I, I said, well, I'd like to see Oppenheimer. So they're setting up a, they're actually building an entire like movie theater for me. Well, you saw how quickly they build hospitals, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it, it's pretty crazy, pretty crazy stuff. But I do want to play Tears of the Kingdom. It's it good. It seems cool. It's good. It's fun. It's, it's like hot. a fun little playground. You you like uh, Katamari? The new Katamari just came out for its fun and playful creativity right Mm -hmm. that's what breath of the wild nintendo just knocks it out of the park with a lot of their shit the last mario game mario odyssey was great they're working on mario kart 9 right now are they actually Mm -hmm. they back in early 2022 they said it was in development would it be coming out so the switch's life cycle the switch came out do you remember what year Oh, it's been out for like seven or eight years. That's a, that's a that's, console's life cycle. Yeah, that's the thing is like... Are they coming out with something else? I don't know. It's like the Switch is so successful that I'm trying to figure out like... Maybe something a little more powerful. Are they... But, well, it's like I don't know what the next thing would be. Because the Switch is... The Switch is perfect. kind of... It's perfect. It's handheld like an and it's TV. Switch. They did the OLED, but I mean like maybe a little more powerful. It can run better games, but... They, they like to get like... Nintendo always tries to get like... Gimmicky, yeah. Uh, so it's like I don't know if it, they would just do like a Switch Two, but I don't know, dude. They might just bank it on the Switch and just keep upgrading the Switch now, you know. So, but because of the life cycle thing already kind of being where it's at, I'm like, well, for new games like another Mario Kart, would they make that for Switch or would they wait until there's a new console out? I feel like they just have to make another Switch, you know. I feel like an idiot. Why? Why? I, I thought I lost your glasses, so I came up with some elaborate story that you would believe. 
that you would understand like, oh, we had an accident. They got lost. But I accidentally, I just, I put them on my collar and I just found them. So you didn't. I didn't want you to be mad at me. So I tried to think of something that so would be out of my control. So you dropped them in a bowl of shit and. I just left them on the collar of my shirt. Man, just be honest with me. I just found me. them. Just say. I just didn't want you to be upset. I didn't even notice You always there. lose shit, dude. You lose. We had a conversation in this podcast about me losing stuff. I'd never be upset. I thought like if something. I accidentally, if it got covered in poop and it fell in, you wouldn't want them anymore or something. I'd still want them. Well, if it's your poop. They're not, co they're, they're not covered in poop. They're on my face now because I realized that they were just on my, on my, what up Grinch's hoodie. I didn't even notice you had them on your shirt, man. Now, I, I mean, I feel like a daft fool, honestly. Like that, that reflects poorly on me as well. That just shows I'm stupid. You know, I'm blind. I'm dumb. I'm sorry, man. No, you're good. Why am I apologizing? I don't know. But it was nice. And I appreciate it. Okay, I won't rescind it. Then I'll just keep it. I'll keep the apology out there in the open. I'm just, just. Thank you. Feels good. Thanks. Yeah. That means a lot. Yeah. Feels good. Just say, you know, I'm sorry. Right? Yeah. You like it? Mm-hmm. Makes you feel better? Where did you hear this information about Mario Kart 9? Well, I Googled are you, are you Mario Kart 9 the other day. And let me show you. Okay. Let I'm, me show you. I'm going to use the powers of Google as well. Mario Kart 9. I searched it. Mario Kart 9 is reportedly in development with a new twist. Now, this was January 7th, 2022. This was reported. Oh, damn. What do you think the twist would be? Uh, I don't know. But this, I mean, this, this might be updated news now. Mario Kart 9 is a new installment in the Mario Kart series, which is the 10th Mario Kart game and will be exclusive for the Nintendo Switch, which will be released in spring of 2025. Interesting. 2025? They were saying that the twist is that it borrows a load of mechanics from F1 race stars, including the damage system. Enjoy hitting those pit lanes every time it comes up or something. I don't know. So maybe, maybe you'll take damage and your cart will do worse if you bump into people and you want to go faster, you have to stop. I don't know. It's weird. Honestly, Mario Kart is one of those things that they don't really need to change too much. No. You know, it's like they don't need to be creating new concepts for the game. Like, honestly, for me, it's like just add more characters and more carts and maps. Like, that's what's fun. Maybe some new items, but like you don't necessarily need to add like a damage system and all this crazy shit, unless it's really fun. Yeah. Mario Kart in of itself... The fun is racing your friends and trying to beat your friends. So it's like, you know, it's... And having that, like, having the skill gap not be as wide. Right. Because of the fun items that are used. Keep it simple, stupid. Yeah, exactly. You know, if it ain't broke, don't try to fix it. Keep it stupid, simple. Exactly, exactly. It still works if you're calling someone simple. Exactly. Like Sim Simple Jack. Simple's a great insult. You're so fucking simple sometimes, you dude. You make me... Happy. Simple Jack. Mm-hmm. Tropic Thunder. Great movie. You make it rain from my eyeballs. <laughs> Whatever he says. You know, something make, like that. They make him do the live performance of it. <laughs> yep. Such a good movie. Yeah, dude, they could never make Tropic Thunder today. They couldn't. Yeah, no, they couldn't. They could. They have the money to. But would they? I like the argument being not because it's politically incorrect, but just because... They don't have the funding. They don't. They could never make that movie today. Nope. No funding. Matthew McConaughey's character in that is so fucking funny. So is fucking Tom Cruise. Tom I, Cruise is it's his best role. I will say it again and again and again. Uh huh. My favorite role I've seen him in. It is his best role. It's better than any Besides fucking Jerry Maguire. Jerry Maguire, you know, whatever. <sighs> his, uh, he's so attractive. He is and hot so as fuck. Charismatic as Jerry. When I was watching Eyes Wide Shut recently, I was thinking, I was like, Tom Cruise is an attractive gentleman. And he also has not aged. It's actually crazy. Well, I was looking at set photos of the most recent Mission Impossible, and I'm starting to see that age. You're starting to see his face sag. Mm. Scientology isn't helping out like it used to is all I'm saying. Scientology kept him youthful. They probably gave him children's serum, adrenochrome or something to inject into his face to keep him youthful because he actually, like, looked, you know, it can't be his genes. It can't be his DNA. He's, he's got to have some some crazy just you know, Scientology kind of helping him out with, with age, but yeah, can only hide it for so long. It's called Zeno and all his aliens or whatever, right, that they're praying to. Uh-huh. He knows about them, right? He He's at the top tier. Like, he knows he about Zeno. He is at the top tier. Yeah, right? He makes, he is a large 
pillar of the Church of Scientology. I can't imagine the shock it must have been. Like before Xenu, when Xenu used to be like the big secret thing that you had to pay to find out about, going through the program and just being like, oh, this is a nice self-help type, you know, ideology that that works for me. It makes me feel really good. And then like the people in charge are like, all right, you want to know some real shit? And it's like, yeah. And then they're just, yeah, so there's this galactic overlord named Xenu that dumped the souls of, of, of aliens into a volcano. And, and you're just like, what, what, what? They, in the HBO documentary, they talk about that, the people that get to the top. And then they were just like, what the fuck is this? It's made, it's, it's made for a movie. I mean, the masters was kind of representing Scientology. I feel like there could be a better Scientology movie though. We haven't had a good Scientology movie. Probably us. We could be the ones to take on Scientology. We get Tom Cruise to unknowingly have a cameo in a movie that disses Scientology. We would be in so much trouble. We would, well, like, not, not, we, well, yeah, we'd be in, they'd probably sue us, but I would not be even, the lawsuit wouldn't be what would scare me. I'd be scared of, like, what is Scientology following us. The shit there. They're fucking terrifying. Yeah, they, they, like, camp out at people's houses and stuff. They bought the house. One of the guys that, like, uh, defected from Scientology, they bought the house across the street from him so they could spy on him 24-7. And then they'd show up at his front door with his face on a t-shirt with, like, websites with his name. They'd buy all the all the domain names with his name and make it so the search results, anytime you searched his name, were just horrible things. It's like, they're fucking terrifying, you know? Where's Shelly? Mm-hmm. <laughs> she's hanging out somewhere, dude. Leave her alone. Dude, she's in a bubble bath. Chill out. She's got cucumbers on her eyes. Mm-hmm. Hair done up in pins. Six feet under? Living the life. Think she's uh, dead? Uh, uh, six feet under the ground in a, at a sauna. At a, a, yeah, an underground sauna, yeah. a spa. You think she's dead? I don't or know. Or do you think she's just in the hole? Like, I don't think the- she's dead. I think that's when like law enforcement and shit would actually probably... Dude, law enforcement doesn't want to touch Scientology. I get that, but I I don't know. I don't feel like she's... I, I, There's a lot of big, prominent figures from Scientology that have been missing for a long time. And no one, like, does anything about it. They're all hanging out, dude, in They're Brazil. They're all the hole, probably. They're on Bermuda Triangle. Mm. No one thinks to go there. That's true. You'll Why don't lost. we put a secret base there? There is a secret base at the Bermuda Triangle. What? It's underwater. Atlantis? Mm-hmm. <gasps> Alien UFOs come out of it. It's pretty crazy. I read about it on 4chan. I-, I miss the times when I was a kid and shit, like the Bermuda Triangle and Loch Ness Monster and everything was like... It's It's almost as if... A big action blockbuster could happen in the real world, in your eyes. It's like, the imagination you have to think, like, for me to have had to think that that shit was possible. I I sometimes wish that I still thought, we can make it, we can make it happen. We could. Bermuda Triangle is really, it's just bogus, unfortunately. Yeah. I watched a video about it, and I was like, is there something to it? Nope, it's bogus. But imagine how cool it would be. It would be cool. If it's there's like, just I mean, ships do go missing there, but ships go missing all over the world in the ocean because it's the ocean. there's something cool about the legend of, like, the right. Bermuda Triangle. It's like, like there's this triangle. There's like, like a mysterious island. Uh, who, know, who fucking knows? They, that's where we the, do know. That's where the Island of Lost Dreams is. <laughs> yes. It's in the Bermuda Triangle. Ships just vanish, but, I mean, ships just vanish to begin with because the ocean is a... Ocean is a rough mistress, you know? We should start sailing more, man. Okay. Sailboat? Mm-hmm. We no, should mo- sail ac- no motor. No, we should sail across the Pacific, you and me. There's a really good documentary, I wish I could remember the name of it, about this, like, young girl who just sails just from, like, I don't know if it's all around the world, but it's a fucking, let me see if I can find it. Right I could there. never, you couldn't pay me enough money to fucking sail around the world. That's too, too fucking, I mean, it would be so cool. Like, in concept, I'd love to do it, but it's just the ocean is too scary, man. You hit a storm, you hit big-ass waves. You're just, you know, if something goes wrong, you're in the middle of the ocean. No one's coming to help you. Fucking, okay, yeah. Maiden Trip. I saw I, th- I saw this back in, like, 2013. I think I've mentioned it before, but I, I recommend it. It's a documentary. It's called Maiden Trip. It came out in 2013. 14-year-old Laura Decker sets out on a two-year voyage in pursuit of her dream to become the youngest person ever to sail around the world alone. That's terrifying. It was really fucking cool. I'd recommend it. Because it, it really is. She is... documents herself? Mm-hmm. Oh, that's cool. The whole fucking trip, like, exactly where she goes. She, you know, she, she stops cool. off and, like, she, it's not just a beeline. There are experiences that she has within the documentary of stopping off at these places. But really, it's 
it's it's something to behold to, to think about a 14 year old two whole years she was 14 yes started when she was 14. why did her parents let her do that because they love shailen they're we're a sailing that family. is crazy just p- uh, parents being like all right 14 year old daughter you can go sail by yourself <laughs> in the, the open ocean dude go ahead why not she must have been a really good sailor oh she's phenomenal that would be a cool skill to have but like I don't know. There's parts of the world that you have to go through, like uh, uh, the Cape, like like a, uh, around like South Africa. It's mm-hmm. one of like the most treacherous places in the world for the oceans. It's just like, mm-mm. She did it. Sometimes <laughs> she has guests. I watched a documentary on YouTube about this guy that there was a contest that some company put on that was like, you have to sail solo around the world. And the first one back gets a lot of money or something. Put your life on the line. Yeah. So he's like, this guy was like, I'm going to do it. And he built his own boat and he got like a sponsor, but it was just like not good. <laughs> and uh, he he left, like he got this huge sponsor and he he had to do it. Otherwise he'd be in debt to them. And he just like. Did he just never come he, back? No, he sailed down a little bit and was like, oh, fuck. <laughs> So he lied. So he faked his, he just stayed like in the middle of the Atlantic <laughs> for like months and just faked his positioning and his like book about like where he was and then came back and then everyone found out about it. He was a fraud. He still stood out in the ocean. Yeah, but he just, he just kind of pussied out. He just got out there and was like, I don't want to do this. Yeah, I mean. I, there might have also been like a technical issue or maybe he, I think he just realized it was impossible for him for his boat and just gave up. Can't blame him, but damn. I he know. looks like a, da- a darn fool. Looks like a darn fool. You can use damn in this situation. Looks like a damn fool. You know who else would look like a darn fool? People. The, v- the viewers, if they don't subscribe to the Patreon? Exactly. Yep. Uh, so they could get the After Hours. That's right. Which is a separate part of the podcast that's its own thing up on the Patreon that goes along with every podcast. Um, if you want to see us talk more about sailing. That's where to go. The yeah, Patreon. That's uh, right. We don't just talk more about sailing. Mainly about sailing. We also have... A fun little show called Uncle Sleepover. Mm-hmm. We have recorded recently uh, our uh, my favorite I think it's episode the we've, one we've done yet. Uh, we watched Taken and yep. we did commentary over the movie Taken. And honestly, like, dude, you were you were just busting out some zingers <laughs> right from the get go. That had Thanks, man. you you actually made me cry. I there were tears from how hard I was laughing. So and, and I, it was a low energy day. I know we, and just, we just put just, Taken on and it's just it's it's really just too bro because I. Let me get the vibe for everyone in you know listening that decided to go to the Patreon or for those who are Patreons who experienced this. It was kind of a gloomy day. It was just kind of like low energy. It was raining outside. Really, so we were like, we need to let's let's uh what are we gonna get done today? We're like, okay, let's let's do some uncle sleepover. And so we get ready, we get set down and we play the movie. Who knows how it's gonna go? It's it's a chill day. And the brotherly bond. Oh my god. Just was impeccable. It was fantastic. It, the show I would describe. So basically, the way the show works, for those who don't know, is like you just pre- you you play a movie, mm-hmm. the movie that we pick, and you press play on our episode. We count down. Yeah, we count down. You press play at the same time as us. So then you watch the movie with us and hear our funny jokes and commentary of the movie. But uh, Taken was fucking probably the best one we've done. Yes, it's just the vibe. It, it's the literally, I guess, the vibe of like. Hanging out with your friends and watching a movie and you guys are cracking jokes about the movie while you watch it. That's all it is. Turn on subtitles for it, you know. We, we did all three Spy Kids movies. Yep. We did Kangaroo Jack. We did The Social Network. We're deep into this show. Oh, yeah. So if you want to enjoy that, plus a lot of other Sponge extras. SpongeBob movie? That, that was another fun one. As I said, if you want to enjoy, uh, enjoy all these extras, the Uncle Sleepover, the extra podcast, the, the Q&As, the monthly Q&As, uh, go over to our Patreon and support us there. That's right. But if you can't, don't feel bad about it. Thank you for watching and supporting the podcast regardless. Matt, take us out, baby. Ooh, you look so good in the moonlight. Your feminine frame and your blue eyes. I want to kiss your lips and gently touch your hips. I want to kiss your heart and... Make love to you, such sweet love to you. I love making love to you. I just made that up. Pretty cool, right? Thank you. Bye, See you guys. next week. Man, it's always a slam dunk when I see Ryan and Matt. 
Love you guys. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com.